Too Many Comics, episode 211, on somewhat of a regular schedule to kick off this uh, year after our live event. Uh, so we are no longer live and in person. That's kind of sad. Ah, oh, bummer, buddy. <laughs> but uh, I assume you had a uh, you know a good trip back, and you are settled back into uh, the city life. Is anybody ever settled into that? <laughs> you were able to read a lot of books, though, judging from yeah. our uh, our list here. Because my travels, but we'll yeah. talk about that later. Yeah, Don't spoil the shit. Don't spoil our own show. So we've got comic book resources giving that we made way of a into a new decade. We've got the top 100 comic books and graphic novels of the 2010s master list. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, we're always interested in this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Love listicles. Right? Uh, and I'm having a hard time clicking into the actual story <laughs> that I put in here. That I put in. Well, here we go. So I'm just going to read these quickly. Okay. Quick, 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 quick. And you just say if you read them, your thoughts, or if you didn't. Okay. Okay. Deathstroke by nope. Christopher Priest. Underwater Welder. No. Deadpool by Gary Dugan. No. Bingo Love. No. One of my birth by Greg Garcia. No. Bitch Planet. A few issues. So did I. It was okay. Yeah. Patience. No. Jim and the Holograms. I think I did an issue or two of this as well. Manhattan Projects. Uh, I know you read this. I think I gave a little bit of it. I gave it probably a dozen. Okay. Thor, The Mighty Avenger. No. Dark Knight, A True Batman Story. I don't think so. Animal Man, Jeff Lemire. Did we do number one? No, but I highly recommend this. Okay. uh, Trevor Foreman is also the artist. Great, solid, super weird, awesome story. Hobby B. No. Daredevil by Charles Sewell. No, but I want to. Wolverine the X-Men. No. I read the whole thing. Scott Pilgrim's Finest Hour. I didn't even realize this was a thing. What is this? I don't know. I'm, I'd here. like to read it. I like Scott Pilgrim. Uh, okay. I have not read here. Cam and Cam. No. Guy Country. We did the first issue of this? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, I remember not Donnie, really liking it. Donnie Cates is fine. Batman White Knight. Fantastic. Solid. Okay, well, how's this number 81? Uh, I don't know. My Friend Dahmer. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like this. I have the book. I, I didn't read it. Turn into Lumber a movie. Lumberjanes. Lumberjanes. I've read some Lumberjanes, yes. This one summer. Nope. Fatal. Yes. One of the Black. first books that I collected like all single issues whenever you got me reading. Came Black out shortly thereafter. No. Descender. How is this seventy five? God damn. Oh, no. So good. Uh Southern Bastards. I've read some. Uh eh, first couple. Kill or be killed. Uh I think we I think I did the first issue on this very show. Wilson. No. Scalped. I think I've tried this a couple times and never really got so, into it. So did I. The sculptor. No. The fade out. I may have done one issue of this. Trade one for me. Uh, die. I know we did the first issue on the show. Certainly did. That was enough for me. Okay. Uh, Aquaman by Jeff Johns, no. Ivan Reese, and Padre Prado. No? Nope. Uh, Gideon Falls. Yes, I'm not current, but I do like it. Fantastic. Uh, Fables. No. Whole fucking thing. So good. Transformers by James Roberts. No. Old New Wolverine. No. no. Me either. Black Panther by... Tanisha Coates. There you go. <laughs> See, I knew a name this time. Uh, no, I haven't read it. Finn by Donny Cates and I Ryan Stegman. I think we did Stegman. the first, ep- first issue of this because it was Donny Cates. Did not. No. Oh. Dark Knight's Metal. I think we did the first issue of this. Mm-mm. Whatever. It's no. the stage left, the Snuggleplus Chronicles. <laughs> no. By Brian Azzarello and Cliff Chang. No. 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 Runaways by Rainbow Russell and Chris Anka. We're current. Can't believe it's still around. Uh, injection. No. Yes, I read the, I read the whole thing. Okay. Out of uh, Valiant. 
Right. Black Black Science. Uh, this is, is this Remender. Yes, it is. I uh, read I the first. I, I think, yeah, I think I did like the first issue or two. First arc. Darth Vader by Kieran Gillen and Salvador La Roca. No, but I think I forgot that Kieran Gillen did a Darth Vader thing. I might want to check that out someday. Sheriff Babon. Sheriff Babon. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Hellboy in Hell. No. Daily Class. Uh, a lot of it, but not all of it. Yeah, I'm way into it. Uh, Batman Incorporated. Oh, man. Tugging at my heartstrings here. Uh, Flintstones. <laughs> no. Ultimate <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man. Spider-Man by Brian Michael Bittis. No. Multiversity. I tried to get into it. No. Me too. Uh, Nimona. I think I did one issue of this. Journey into, into Mystery by Karen Gilling. Get it, Karen Gilling. God damn. Okay. No, I did not. Secret Wars, the whole thing. No. Chew, great run. Great I, I book. need to. Yeah, I need to read all of Chew, but I have great, not. Great, great, great book. Uh, Harrow County. No. Yeah, a few. I read a couple of those. Moon Knight by Warren Ellis and Declan Salvi. I don't think I ever finished this, but I, I enjoyed what I read. Injustice Got Among Us, Year no. One, Year Three. Okay, a Mega Men. No. Richard Starks Parker by Darwin Cook. No. Justin League by Jeff Johns. Nope. The Love Bunglass. No. Lazarus. First trade. First two issues. Young Avengers by Karen Gillan and Jamie McElvey. A very good book. All I read the first two. Hark! A Vagrant. Never heard of it. Silver Surfer by Dan Slott and Mac Alred. Nah. Monstrous. Nah, I have not read it. Heard good things. Invinci- Invincible. Whole nope. thing. Read the whole thing. It's great. An Amazon show. Fucking so great. Paper Girls. Very good. Closed it out. Day Tripper. One of my fa- five favorite books of all time. Closed it out. Building Stories. No. Spider-Man by Dan Slott. No. Smile. No. Giant Days. No. Walking Dead. Don't like it. Immortal Hulk. No. Lock and Key. I want to. And can you express by Rick Remender? I have not, but I know you and have. Entire run. So fucking great. Fantastic Four with Jonathan Hickman. No. It's in Sex Criminals. Uh, maybe Hand- like the first trade or two? Handful for me. House of X, Powers of Ten. Uh, I did read this. Look at that. Oh, that's fantastic. So good. March. I don't think so. Adventures by Jonathan Hickman. No, I did not. Wicked Divine. Of course. We did. Black Hammer. I think an issue. Uh, uh, probably three or four in. My favorite thing is Monsters. This thing just won't die. Yeah, seriously. I've I have got, not. I, I, I guess I've had it down, I've had it downloaded for so long. Uh, East of West. I did like an issue or two of this back when you were I've reading read, it. I've read a lot of this, but I, I fell off. Miss Marvel by G. Will Wilson. Uh, I think I've done the first trade. Unbreakable Squirrel Girl. No. Daredevil by Mark Wade. No. Batman by Tom King. Uh, first trade and a couple of random issues. Batman by Tim Kong. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thor by Jason Aaron. Uh, I plan to before the next Thor movie. Vision. Yes. Wonderful. Batman by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Uh, I've read maybe a couple trades of this, uh, certain storylines. Batman by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Yeah, certain storylines. I remember to keep reading it again. (laughs) 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 Obviously, (laughs) yes. Fantastic. Mr. Miracle. Yes. Good and saga. Yes, of course. So it's hard to dispute the, the echelon of this, but like... You know, it, it's so it 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 is it, it's it's hard to really say which is the best through the middle parts, but I mean, obviously, Saga, Mister Miracle, Hawkeye, Vision. I mean, they, they, there's some great books that there's just show a, up. Yeah, here. a lot of a lot of the same authors showing up numerous times. Yeah, so if you're a Matt Fraction, 
Tom Jeff, King, Greg, Greg Capullo, Tim Kong. They're, they're, all, <laughs> they're all here. It was they're a good, here. good decade for comics. A good time to uh, get back into it. So Sean Murphy. So that's good. I'm happy. Uh, so some quick follow-up. Scott so, Pilgrim's uh, Finest Hour. It determines whether you count each individual Scott Pilgrim graphic novel by Scott O'Malley as its own distinct book. If you do, then the final book in the six-book series released in 2010 totally counts. So it's just part of the original story. It was the last book that came out. So that's, eh, it's being a little nitpicky, I think, but whatever. Yeah, okay. so what are you going to do? So um, where are you on The Mandalorian? Uh, on I Disney have not started it. What? Okay, so I finished it, and you must know that the, the Baby Yoda thing has been the whole thing. Oh, yes, of course. All right, and all I'll say is, listen, um, I feel this is a show that's going to unfold over time. I feel like you know the Star Wars hype when this was happening was at a at a at a fever pitch, given that we were having the Rise of the Skywalker close out the final three of the let's call it the the last trilogy of the of the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it starts super strong. There is a little bit of a dip, dip. and dip, and then it, we're we're left with you know a very an open ended season two. So okay, fine. Did John Favreau do all of this first season, or did he just like create it and do the first couple episodes um, or something? So he is the mastermind, but obviously it was it was authored by other or, or directed by other people because one person could not possibly direct all of the stuff, right? Um, so that's fun. And as it turns out, um, Disney Plus led the pack uh, for U.S. app downloads in Q4, according to CBR. That is not a surprise. I, yeah, um, I my, So my 10-year-old niece has an iPhone, an iPad, and I set up the family account because my brother does not is, does not have Apple products. So I get her like requests to download stuff. And uh, maybe like three or four days ago, she requested to download Disney Plus. So she's adding to those numbers. It's not surprising. Well, I mean, could you possibly really not... I mean, I, I feel like No Brainer City with all the Disney backlog, all the Pixar stuff, the Marvel promises of tomorrow, on top of just like, if you want to revisit any of the, the Marvel movies, which are all so well done, they're all there. I'm feeling good. And it's like, and if you're someone that isn't into any of that, then you still got like National Geographic. And like, I feel like it just hits on so many pockets of people and interests that it's kind of just like a must buy. Like they're going to make a killing. I mean, I'm into it. Give me the sakes. MCU TV shows already. I mean, I know. So, which leads us to, is the Hawkeye show in, in danger? I don't know. The report came out that it was delayed. Um, apparently, was, was Jeremy Renner in the news recently? I don't follow, like, celebrity news, really. Um, there was something about that, potentially. Um, apparently, Haley Steinfeld, who we first heard rumors of her being Kate Bishop. Apparently, she may have a no-compete clause in her show Dickinson for Apple TV plus, which has gotten good reviews. So she may not be available. That's been one thing, but then there's been follow-up reports that have said it is not delayed. It is, it's still moving forward. So who the hell knows at this point? I mean, I don't know. We all are desperately waiting for it though. I mean, Jesus wept when Hawkeye came to TV. (laughs) (laughs) We always want to see Kate Bishop. We want to see if they can pull off the cool Hawkeye from the books that we all know and love. Which is not what we got in the movies. He was not that person. No, not not at all. He's kind of no. sucked. Well, he just was like not enter- – he was not entertaining that way. He he didn't like I, – I dare I say Deadpool, 
but like mm-hmm. he didn't have that same kind of like whip smart kind of let's uh, we're making jokes and let's let, you know given that I have no powers and I'm shooting a bow and arrow alongside Thor and Iron Man and the Hulk. Uh, here's a joke. That's just something I thought of right yes. now. Oh, there you go. You're a writer. anyway. I'm a writer. So uh, this week. What, what did we dip into? So our number one review was uh, The Clock Number One. It's out of Image Comics, a top cow, uh, written by Matt Hawkins, illustrated by Colleen Duran, colored by Brian Valenza, and lettered by Troy Pateri. I'm giving everyone credit here. So this <laughs> is <laughs> – so just off the top, I mean, you, I'll introduce this, and you know, you dive in a little bit more because you liked it better than I did. But uh, near future, uh, the cancer that is spreading across everywhere with 100% kill rate – um, some scientists, uh, um, Jack is the name. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Jack, he's helping out with one of the tribes, um, you know, trying to figure things out. Um, quick cut to Jack's, Jack's wife gets kind of gets cancer. I thought like, I read this the day it came out and now it's like slipping my mind. Um, but cancer's killing all and, um, they're trying to figure it out and combat it before everything eventually dies. That's a really sunny way to describe this book. <laughs> so, it, so it comes down to we are in, I, I suppose, not even dystopian future. Uh, we are exposed to, quite literally, a super cancer on planet Earth. And pockets of society that are more poverty-driven are not quite as apparently susceptible or are going down as hard as the rest of the world. Where basically, if in any way your family it has a predilection to cancer, you're going to die. There's, there, it, it's gone from it could happen to you to, well, you're going to be dead in it's record time. Happen, yes. it's, it's, it's going, yes. You're going down. And it, it even comes down to – because I mean, all, all of our families, yours, mine, we all have people in our families that have had cancer. If you have even like a shred of it, so basically that's half the population – you're out of here. Yes. And and what are we going to do? That's basically where we are in this book. And, and, and that's that's basically what we've been presented with. I thought you were going to tell me what we're going to do. It's well, I don't know what to do. If I knew the cure for cancer, I wouldn't be doing this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> but but even still, um, I, I mean, I I kind of enjoyed hearing the, the art. Took me a second to get into it. But I and because I, I couldn't distinguish certain characters and, and whatnot. But I, I mean, I enjoyed sort of well, not the premise because that's really depressing. But I, I thought that it was interesting how this book kind of laid out, you know, what here's what's happening, here's what here's what we know, and here's the prognosis. I kind of liked it. Will you be sticking around? I don't know, man. Um, I would say during a lean week, I might could be convinced to pick up. An issue and say, you know, where are we with this? I don't like joint like hearing that. Um, you read this one week ago and you're like, I forgot it all. I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want. I don't think that. Person. I remember Jack's name. That's good, but uh, but for me, like for now, like I, I mean, I, I could see myself either waiting on the trade or you know, in a weak moment, saying, Hey, look, where are we with, with, with book two? So I mean, for me, it's it's a B. That's respectable. Where are you? Um. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go any lower than a C plus, but I'd probably give it like a a B minus somewhere around there. I mean, it just I don't know. I mean, I've read some of his stuff in the past, like Think Tank, um, that I got into, and I just wasn't so much 
feeling this. So, I mean, I don't want to apologize for myself, but it has a 7.4 critic rating, 8.0 user rating from one user review. Uh, caveat there. But, yeah, I mean, I think if you like Matt Hawkins stuff, uh, it's worth checking out. He seems to be, like, a low lower level pumping out books all the time. Like, he's... For a, while, for a while there, he was creating like his own. I forget what what he calls it. But he's got his own universe going with with all those other books. Postal. Yeah, um, he does some good stuff. So I mean, I'm I'm glad to see these got something new out there, and this one's just uh, not up my alley. And that's okay. It is okay. So this next week, we've got Iron Man 2020 number one of six. This is written by Dan Slott and Christos Gage. Art to cover artist Pete Woods. Uh, Dan Slott, who we mentioned, uh, I think maybe a couple times in that top 100 list, Christos Gage has done things, uh, that I'm a big fan of like Avengers Academy. So, uh, big fan there. And I think he helped write some of the Daredevil Netflix series. If I remember if I'm thinking that's, of that. That's, that sounds right. Okay. Uh, the future is now artificial intelligences present, presents a clear and present danger to humanity and must be brought to heal. The robot rebellion battles for the establishment of robot rights and Arno Stark is Iron Man. Plus Pete Woods, main cover art will feature a fifth color fluorescent ink treatment. Ooh. Ooh. Not, not on my watch. Five dollars. Five dollars. Well, listen, I tell you, man, I, I, I feel like we make this critique week after week, but I had to dig deep for this stuff. There, there was nothing really popping on the new, new talent, new character, smaller title stuff that I could find. Where's all the new books, people? I don't know. But I will say, um, in addition to this, and we're not going to read it, but um, the Jessica, uh, Jessica Jones stuff that we read on, um, I almost said Netflix, Comicsology <laughs> la- last year. Uh, what's, her, what's her name? Kelly Thompson. Kelly Thompson. Um, it's out in print now, so that's cool. But I mean, we read it a year ago. I, I mean, I feel like I have to go buy it, right? Will Isn't you really? it like our duty? I mean, we championed this book for so long, and if she earns like five cents off of me buying it in print, I think it's totally worth it. I mean, I really enjoyed the book. Yeah, it's great. I, that that's why I put it in here. I I thought that it was well drawn, well told. I mean, I got like an extra bonus out of. Because they're they're fighting in my neighborhood. Oh, where are they? Uh, Your old neighborhood. Well, and this one too. They're fighting across the Hudson. So I mean, this is where we are. Howdy. I know. So I uh, maybe maybe I will make a special 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 trip to do this. Maybe I will. Plus, it's it's like the giant sized issue where it's like what fifty pages. Yes. Maybe. maybe. Mm -hmm. So there you go. I liked it. Well, you were traveling, got to read quite a bit, and uh, I see the first few are X-related, so this is my sometimes weekly dose of being caught up on the X-books without having to read them myself. So what's what's been going on? All right, so Fallen Angels 5, this is a book that's focusing on, they're calling her Psylocke, but it's the character who is so hard to explain. Psylocke, the British character, for 30-something years and inhabited the body of a Japanese ninja who now is back in control of her own body, and she's using the name Psylocke, weird, is on her a mission to uh, to to destroy this like weird spirit thing that's destroying children, basically. That's what that book's about. X-Force 5. You know, I, I'm enjoying it as well. It's uh, among the more violent books, and uh, this is a thing where um, 
you know, the, the mutants now have this ability to revive themselves after very violent deaths, which on one hand makes it a lower stakes book because, or all of them lower stakes because when someone gets blown up by um, like a H bomb, for example, you're like, well, they're going to be back next book. But that was kind of cool. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we've got to see some characters get fucked up, including Wolverine, where it's like, well, I'll see you next book. Uh, that That's fine. Uh, New Mutants. I have, I have to tell you, man, do me a favor, and we'll make this a follow-up next week. Check out New Mutants 5, just the art. If you can even just see like the preview in Comixology or whatever it is, this art is so reminiscent of Nitz Gerard's book on um, Mr. Miracle. Okay. It, big time. And I, I'm not suggesting you would like the book because of that exclusively, and he did not draw it. But it, it, I remember reading it being like, this is so reminiscent of Mr. Miracle and Vision, where it just felt a little bit grittier and a little bit whatever oh, it yeah. is. I can see it in the previews of uh, Comixology. I just told you, you to do that. Okay, thank you. Um, that made it on a certain level that much more like, I like this. And this book is also somehow – some. it's Ed Brisson's doing it. It has a certain attitude and a certain – just it just – I can't explain it but where it feels a little left of like your typical superhero book where it, it, it almost reads that much more like a – I hate to do it again – like a Mr. Miracle or, 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 or a Tom King book where it's got a little more of a a voice that is just street level even though they're in outer space. That's all I can say. And the, and the art is, like I said, that much more. Um, I like this. So that there was that. And the next Caliber 5, uh, this is a book that's uh, featuring what used to be called Psylocke, who is now Captain Britain, and it involves a more like magic King Arthur element. Uh, I, I want to like this a lot more than I should, but it is what it is. Gideon Falls 20. You did not read this. No, I'm behind a few, maybe like two or three issues on this. I need to uh, just nail that out. So this is a uh, Jeff Lemire, Andrea Sorrentino book. You know, again, man, this book, it, it took a minute. We're 20 books in. So, you know, if, if if pacing is what it is, we're talking almost like, you know, two years, right? Well, um, they're finally getting somewhere where I'm like, okay, I kind of get where they're going with this. And I do enjoy it. The spreads are just so awesome. Uh, I, I think uh, Andrea Sorrentino is one of my favorite artists in book comics at this point. Just a really solid artist in, in the game. Ascender 8. I know you and I discussed this by way of text. Did you read this? Yeah, of course. Um, It's a good book, man. Jeff Lemire, uh, Dustin Nguyen, very good. A slower play that way. But there was a one spread which I texted you, which I'm sure you'd seen at that point. Oh, yeah. Where it provides a bit of a visual backstory of where how we got to this point so solid so solid he's awesome yeah so, i mean yeah if so if for some reason you don't read descender or ascender and haven't seen dustin Quinn's work at all um i think the first thing i'm sure he's been around for a long time i haven't been reading comics all that long compared to some nerds so my first introduction to him was batman Lil gotham uh his stuff is super unique and awesome and cool and great um, and yeah, Ascender, that spread was, was great. Um, the whole book always is. It's still each issue reads so fast. I breeze right through it. Uh, it's amazing how they're able to do that. Um, and I was just kind of just looking through at some of the other books that I read. One, another one being a Lemire book. It's crazy how like a certain, just like writers can have 
one book that you really enjoy and then they write something else and you just like whiff. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. It seems like that wouldn't happen as often as it does, but um, I guess, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what other medium like that. That's kind of, that kind of happens to me. Like if there's an actor I, I like, I typically enjoy all their movies. Um, you know, that, that sort of scenario, you know, most, most musicians I listen to, I'll, I'll typically keep enjoying their work, but yeah, comics is a, a weird venue. So it's, it's got to like pull the art and a quick story and, and everything together into one thing. And if, if one of those things is lacking, it's just like, you know, not up your alley. I gotcha. And then I read Spider-Man 3. So this is by J.J. Abrams and his son, Henry Abrams. And I got to say, man, it's pretty good. Oh. I, it, this, sets, this is set into like an alternate future, which sucks, <laughs> where Mary Jane's been killed and Peter Parker uh, was maimed in an accident. And their son named Ben, who obviously is named after Peter Parker's uncle, Ben, uh, I guess he's a mutant because how could you not be if you're – dad was bitten by a radioactive spider-man and does whatever spider can nothing on that (laughs) 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 but uh i'm just enjoying it It, it, it's an easy read it's it's meant for a younger audience and uh i I, that's i read a lot of shit so give me a break all right well i can respect that uh skull digger and skeleton boy uh getting caught up from the last couple weeks when i was slammed from traveling with a newborn uh this is what i was talking about with lemire i mean i had the, this book was kind of just whatever to me, uh, and, you know, not as unique, um, not as, I mean, I don't have the full breadth of black hammer. So like if these characters come out of that or pay homage to, to black hammer, I, I realize I'm missing like a part of that experience. Um, but yeah, just, uh, one of the Lemire titles that I will just, uh, not worry about, uh, Hawkeye free fall, which I was able to finally get to this is the Matthew Rosenberg Hawkeye book um, details. It deals a bit with, with Ronan, which I think was cool. Cause I don't think I've ever really read anything. That's got a lot of Ronan action in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I dug the art on this. It's, it's a, it's a little different, a different style than what we've been used to with the, with the runs of um, fraction and Kelly Thompson. Uh, so I like that. It's a, a little different, different style. You know, I love Rosenberg's, um, he's, he's very good at dialogue. Um, so I think he's got Clint as a great character for him to work with. Uh, I'm interested to keep on reading this cause I, I do plan to do that. Love that Bucky makes an appearance. Um, yeah, good, uh, good start. And, uh, Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, number six, this is fractions book out of DC. Uh, I'm looking forward to you eventually reading this. So this is issue six out of 12. Um, it's very good. I mean, it's, it's very good. Like, I don't know if it's getting a lot of, a lot of pub that fractions other stuff does or, or has. Um, but I feel like it's an under the radar. It's fun, uh, quirky, very interestingly put together right now. It's juggling. Like I, I've, I've mentioned before, I don't quite know how to explain it that well, but it like breaks up these like mini stories throughout the issue. Um, as a, you know, like set it up, break it out. They're like four or five pages. Like right now there's like six, storylines going on that are like slightly intertwined together and they're starting to become more so. And you know, like chaos is just going to ensue when it all finally uh, comes to a head. But yeah, so it's, it's halfway done. Um, I suspect at some point you'll read this and uh, I'm interested in yeah, your take on it when you finally do. That's rather presumptuous, yeah. but okay. And uh, that's pretty much it for the reading. Well, that's a lot. Thanks to me. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so since last week, we got the first trailer for the Netflix series Lock and Key, obviously based off of the book by Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez. This is set to premiere on February 7th, so it is upcoming. Uh, your thoughts on this? I just don't know. Okay. I know this book has been around for a long time. I know it's well-regarded. I know this series has been talked about for forever. I know nothing about it. There's like magic or demons or something? Yeah, there's, there seems to be lots going on. I, I shared a story in here uh, that probably comic book resources did. Uh, Netflix's Lock and Key cast and character guide. So it runs you down each actor and actress you know, in the show, who the character is, what a little bit about them. Um, I just feel like it... it the the trailer I'm definitely gonna watch a, at least a, a first episode. I'd like to read some of the book going into it before I get to that point. So I've got a couple weeks to do so. Um, I just thought it it looked cool. I mean, it's it's a yeah yeah. You know, I trust them. I trust Netflix in doing things like this. Like that, it seems like they put a big budget behind it. You know, I love the Umbrella Academy. I've you know I've been I've been right there with Stranger Things. I feel like when they find. Um, a story or something like this that they want us. So they, they obviously have like some bigger production shows and some smaller ones that they don't put much publicity behind. I think they have a sense that this could be, this could could hit a niche audience. Uh, so I'm interested to see what they do with it. Okay. Speaking of uh, Morbius first trailer yes. drops thoughts on this. Uh, I didn't think I realized that this was like, I remember reading, you know, those movies that were upcoming and then I just totally forget that it was like, I didn't realize it was time for like a trailer to drop on this and how close it actually was to coming out. Um, I guess I'm just like confused as to why these things need to exist. Uh, because people want to make money. Yeah. I mean, for, so for what it is, I mean, yeah, it's Morbius played by Jared Leto. Um, a living vampire. Yeah, he's he, he's he's got an affliction. He gets a transfusion from bats and from some place, and it doesn't quite go right. Of course, how could but, it? But but we do get a cameo uh, from uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, Vulture. Yes. So that's they are, they're tying it together. Well, so the speculation is they're trying to make a Sinister Six movie happen. That's the speculation. And for the first time, like they're allowed to, you know, make a nod that MCU events have happened in this world, but sort of can't like reference them straight up or something. It's like a weird scenario that's happening. Um, yeah, I don't know. Other potential like films this. include Black Cat, Night Watch, Craven the Hunter, and Silver Sable. Like, how many? Uh, they should just be it, in Spider Man movies. I. I I'm with you because yeah. those ne- those never-ending stones. Yeah, that's see, we can't call them what they actually are. Um, so, to all you Morbius fans, you know, enjoy. All right, the dozen of you, get out there. Um, some of the, some of the most exciting news from the week: Ex Machina, Brian K. Vaughn comic being adapted for film. I like this. Yes. And by the way, so the entire series is available to, to read on Comicsology Unlimited, which I I had I done them all because I was like I read this a long time ago. And I remember thinking it was – I liked everything about it. I liked, I liked the premise. I liked the art. I liked the tone, the whole thing. Um, cool. I like it. Yeah. This is um, – it's exciting. Obviously, I think they've tabbed BKV here to just run through his collected works and turn them all into movies and such. So, you know, I'm expecting a uh, animated version of Saga – 
within like the next five or so years to at least be talked about. I have a feeling that well, I have a feeling he's not going to be able to hold off. I mean, he, they can adapt anything they want of mine. There'll be, be nothing, no, no fights. And they Which, will be, they will be um, titling this working title as of right now, the great machine in order to avoid confusion with the 2014 film. Next month. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, Which brings us to uh, why the last man, Why last man series seems to be going well. Quote says FX chairman. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> seems to be going well like the he's the chairman like uh, it seemed like you would have like a little more than that they've replaced showrunners uh we've only seen like the one image that they were working on i mean i i don't know what goes into this when is this even coming out yeah it was slated for release 2020 however following showrunner change the series appears to be more or less starting from scratch oh god yeah well that's fine but yeah i will tell you this this is not in the notes um did you watch the latest new mutants trailer yes Okay, so uh, have you? Did you read that, that Kevin Feige has seen this and has said that if it performs well in the box office, it will officially be folded into the MCU. If it performs well, <laughs> well so but I mean, I mean, like he liked what he saw, and he's like, "Well, shit, this actually is pretty good." Um, the reshoots have been minimal. The, re- the the things that were originally announced as being like things that they're going to do to like tweak with this and fuck with this and make this a certain that it's not. Um, they're going to. Uh, divorce all reference to x-men that, that there ever was in this which thus meaning like we don't have to be accountable for any strings attached to the x-men films that right. basically petered out i'm okay with that and i mean you know will it become you know uh, a, a a crossover with the avengers no but i like the idea that you know given that it was shell for some time and you know people were having their hands in it and now they're out which honestly fox didn't make great choices right that's that's part of why yes that's part of that's part of why they're not allowing the properties to fold in wholesale i'm cool with it i really want to see this film april we're talking um, it's been pushed back multiple times. I like what I'm seeing. I like I like the way that they were kind of showing power sets being displayed. And, you know, but Ken Fake is no dummy. So I, I even like that glimmer of hope that, you know, this movie could potentially do what it has to do to be respected alongside the flicks that are part of like a, a, a real canon that way. Well, Can I just have I that, trust please? Him. Listen, I've trusted him for 20 some movies now, so I will continue to trust him. Thank you. Yes. For for disresponding to what I said. <laughs> I support you. Thank you. Uh, Sean Gordon Murphy is working on a Catwoman series. I like that. You know, he's actually, I didn't realize this has never actually drawn the character until the preview that was shown as part of this little thing we're talking about. So share it on his Twitter account. Looks cool. Um, his white knight stuff. You know, even the note says, you know, White Knight was a big hit for DC, spawning the sequel miniseries Batman Curse of the White Knight. Uh, it is awesome. So, you know, and we've talked in the in the past of, you know, should he just, like, get a chance to take over the actual Batman? Should, should they be given his stuff on the side that isn't the main series, like, more pub? Because it is so freaking awesome. Uh, just maybe just, like, throw him some money and say, hey, man, over the next however many years you want to keep working for DC... Just uh, create your own little universe over here with all these characters and just have free reign. 
I, I mean, I'd dig a Catwoman series with him. I'm ready for this now. I like all that he's done so far. Yeah. He, uh, the White Knight stuff has been superb. Yes. You should be checking it out. It was on the top 100 list, so get on it, people. But, that, but, but not that highly ranked, right? Yeah, I was well, that. that was weird. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, yes, that's true. But when you have to compete with my favorite thing is monsters, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, good Lord. All right, well, we've got uh, Iron Man 2020 for next week. And uh, hit us up on TooManyComics.com and uh, find us online and most likely Twitter. I think it's the main spot. And leave some comments on Facebook. And uh, we're ready and willing to talk uh, some books. I've been reading too many comics.